I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Well, not really a view. This will be a discussion like a couple I've done recently about an album. Hunting High and Low by AHA, released on this day, October 28th, 1985. As I've discussed in many podcasts, I grew up a huge music fan. I love buying albums, recording the radio, singing a little bit, playing flutophone, eventually uh, being told I couldn't be a drummer and picking up trumpet, just music. And I always loved rock music. Rock, my parents got me into a hard diet growing up of Paul McCartney, Joe Cocker, Rod Stewart, the early stuff, the rock and stuff. And uh, eventually when I, my tastes got into Rush and Yes and Zeppelin and, 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 you know, the heavier stuff later on. But I always liked good pop music. I, I wore silly 80s dance clothes when it was a teen night at a real dance club. And we had to drink Coca-Colas, but we looked like adults with our skinny ties and stuff. I did all that stuff. And so there was there was pop music, alternative music, uh, dance music, all that kind of stuff in the 80s that I was digging along with my Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Prince, you know. Um, so... I had gotten into AHA when they released Hunting High and Low on cassette. Yeah, that, that was my preferred choice of music at the time because I could listen to it at home. I could listen to it in the car. I couldn't make really good tapes with the stereo I had at the time. I would record albums on a cassette and they would sound terrible because it was a crappy cassette deck. Um, so it was just easier to buy the cassette. And I had listened to this album a lot. It was a haunting uh interesting everybody thinks of take on me but when you listen to the rest of the album it, it's very much almost in a cure vein of pop music some of the stuff is is quite haunting in it's it's uh in the compositions and what they're saying so this new wave synth pop album i had been listening to quite a bit and i was getting into audiophile stuff i had put a blaupunk stereo into the toyota when i went off to college and i was going to these high-end uh even though i didn't have money <laughs> i was going to these high-end stereo shops and listening to superior albums on in very expensive turntables and things like that and cds were coming out cd players and and one of the guys at one of these stereo shops recommended that i buy a couple of cds of of recordings that I was very, very familiar with and take those CDs in when I auditioned CD players. Now, he didn't realize I was going to do this and go to like a Circuit City and, and look at players that were $100 $150 instead of his $5 and $600 deals. But I, I took that to heart and that's what I did. I bought two CDs and it turns out I also had to have my wisdom teeth taken out at this time. So I bought these two CDs and uh, one was... Aha's Hunting High and Low. That was the first compact disc I literally bought. They came in these long boxes, uh, these cardboard boxes that were very long so they could fit in the, the, the same bins with the albums. And uh, I also bought Holst the Planets, which was one of my favorite classical pieces. Being a trumpet player for the last few years, I had gravitated towards those big, bombastic, you know, trumpet-filled, <laughs> fanfare-type pieces of music. And and those were the two CDs that when I went to Circuit City and some of the other places that were selling budget CD players at the time in these early, you know, I, I would put those CDs and the players in their listening rooms and I would listen to them. And the idea that I was originally told by the stereo guy was because you know the recording so well, you will hear the differences, you know, how it better it sounds on CD and how different it sounds on different players. So I picked, um, I think it was a, a Pioneer and it didn't even have much of a display. It literally had a two digit LED display that went 01, 02, 03. It didn't have a time display or any of that. It was just a CD player. And I remember it was a bit pricey. 
And so we literally, I had ordered it and we picked up the CD player on the way home from me getting all four of my wisdom teeth taken out. So I had these giant chipmunk cheeks and I was going to be stuck in the house for several days while my mouth healed and couldn't really do much. So all I did for a few days was listen to AHA's Hunting High and Low and Holst the Planets. Still have both CDs. They still both sound great today. Holst was a fully digital recording and AHA was a great transfer at the time. Um, I believe there's a, a rematch. Yeah, they, they just did an anniversary edition, a 25th anniversary edition, I believe, or it's coming out. So the group went on to, you know, they were nominated for the Best New Grammy in 1986. They were the first Norwegian band to be nominated for a Grammy, and they've had quite a long career since. Oh, that's right. They did, they did remaster it and re-release it about 10 years ago, so it's due. But anyway... Um, they came back to resurgence last year when they released that acoustic version of the song, of the big song, you know. Um, and Take On Me has always been a classic, but that version that he still has the voice and that, that they did a haunting acoustic version of it was, was so impressive. But anyway, this album kicked off a, a, a love affair. I was into AHA for their entire careers. They released some really great albums. Um, being in rock radio and then being on Warner Brothers, uh, I could get the label to send it to me, even though they know I wasn't going to play it. So I, 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 I have just about everything Aha's ever put out, and I still go back to this album. It still sounds great, and it still takes me back. But today is the anniversary of its release, and I just had to take a minute and say, "Wow, it really, you know, this was a this was a game changer for me because I didn't listen to a whole lot of this. I was very much a singles guy in 1985. I mean, albums when it came to rock and Prince and things like that, but singles for everything else for, you know, because I was starting to work on the radio and singles were important to the radio and always had been because I grew up on Casey Kasem's Top 40. But singles were usually how I discovered great bands. I bought a lot of albums that I didn't like you know, based on a single. But this was one that I bought for based on a single. I bought it on cassette, later bought it on CD because I love the album so much and still, to this day, love this album. Yep, you wouldn't expect it, but I'm a AHA fan. So check it out if you haven't listened to it ever or not in a long time. This was a big album back then. Went on to sell 11 million units. Check out Hunting High and Low from AHA. It's a modern classic. It stood the test of time, so check it out. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for sharing and subscribing. It's all very important in modern times, and I really appreciate you. Wouldn't be here without you. Thank you.